Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series called God Is. Today's sermon is entitled, Being Rich Towards God. We're going to learn how if we trust in God, He will truly provide for us. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. Alright, y'all ready to dive into this today? Today we're going to be continuing our series, God Is. God Is. Now, today's subject is something I'm not a fan of, but it's something that, that God stirred in my heart and, and I thought was very appropriate for this series. And today's sermon is entitled, Being Rich Towards God. Being Rich Towards God. Now, I'll tell you something. I don't know about you guys, but uh, how many of you would like to be in that, uh, what they call the 1%? The 1%. Anybody know what I'm talking about? 1%. You know, the 1% is those ones that have like millions and millions of dollars like uh, Elon Musk that, that does the um, Teslas and the, the CEO of um, uh, Amazon, um, I'm trying to think, Bill Gates and <laughs> all these top elite people that, that are very, very smarter than I am and had a great idea, but they're in the top 1%, so they make a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anybody want to be there? Anybody want to be in that top 1%? Amen, I know I would. Guess what we'd be having? We'd be having a big, huge party right now. You know what I'm saying? We'd be having fireworks in church. I mean, I'm just kidding. We wouldn't be having fireworks in church, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but man, I tell you what, you know, it'd be awesome to be rich. I know for me, man, I would, I would, I'd have it all. I'd, I'd had everything that I could imagine. I could have me a boat that I really want. Had me a camper that I really want. I could fix my house the way I want. Actually, I'd just tear my house down. And well, I'd just buy property where I'd be out from everybody else and have my house built. Had me a big swimming pool because it's 90 degrees outside. Feels like 90 degrees in here. <laughs> Man, it'd be nice to be rich. It'd be nice to be rich. It's be nice to be rich. It's working. Be nice to be rich. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about this. Go out if you had all the money in the world. What would be one thing that you would buy? What would be one thing you'd buy? I know for me, right now, if I could had all the money in the world, I'd find me a fuel-efficient vehicle. <laughs> when there's electric cars plug in. I had all the money in the world. Think about what one thing that you would purchase if you had all the money in the world. And I know for all of us probably confined, we wouldn't even reach probably 50%. 50% of what these number one people make in a year. I remember my first time job, and my first job was working at Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Back in the day, I worked at the Hobby Lobby. And I enjoyed it because then, uh, well, I really, I really didn't enjoy it, but I enjoyed it because I worked because I wanted an iPod video iPod videos. For the ones who don't know what an iPod is, take your iPhone out, look at it, and it's something very not similar to that. This is what we considered an MP3 player. And so back in the day, these things were expensive. And I remember when the iPod come out and you could get on there and it had this little spin dial and you could put all your music on there. And I was excited. I'm like, I want one of those. My dad got one. I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. You take your music on the go. You didn't have to worry about your Walkman skipping. Even if it had a little anti-skip on it, it was still malfunctioning. The bass booster, man, we had it. I mean, we had this MP3. The iPod come out. 
And so I was like, man, I got to get one. So daddy's like, you got to get a job. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Here in North Carolina at 15, you can get a job. You can start working at the age of 15. So I got a job at Hobby Lobby. Now, when I started working at Hobby Lobby, I made minimum wage. Minimum wage. And I think back then it was $7.25 an hour, and it's still $7.25 an hour, and it's crazy. But back then, I don't even think they paid me that. I think it was like $5.25. So I was working, and then I got excited because I started getting some money coming in. Got some money started coming in so I could go eat lunch at the buffet right up the street from the Hobby Lobby. I thought I was rich. I could afford everything. <laughs> and then the iPod video come out. It was a step above the iPod, and I was like, oh, I got to have this. I'm going to be in that elite crowd that has the iPod video. Mine could not be like, I'm be jamming because I'd be like, look, not only can mine play music, but it can play videos too. I thought I was going to be the stuff. So my dad told me, he said, you got to keep working. You're buying it. You're paying for it. So I continued to work at Hobby Lobby. I saved my money, give to the church. I'd, I'd, I'd buy our, I remember my first paycheck I got. We went to Pizza Hut. We got pizza and wings. It was good. I was living the high life. 15-year-old, have 100 bucks. I thought I had it all. You know what I'm saying? Give your kids $5, they think they have endless money. Right, parents? Amen. I know mine do. And I thought I had it going on. I thought I was rich. The other day, me and Ariel go to the store, and she had a dollar bill in her pocket. She said, Daddy, I want to buy something. I'm rich. <laughs> I'm like, eh, we'll see what we can buy. So she found something. She said, Daddy, it's 99 cents. I'm going to get it. She said, I'm going to pay for it. I said, how about you just give me your dollar? I'm going to pay for it because you need a little extra or something called taxes that nobody tell you about. I said, listen, I'm gonna, I got you. <laughs> she thought she was rich. When I was a teenager, I thought I had it going on. Then I bought my iPod video and I quit. So, <laughs> But anyway. But how much do you need to be happy? How much do you need to be happy? I know for me, when I was putting back that money, I was like, oh, I just need, I just need a hundred more dollars. I just need a hundred more dollars. I need, I need, I need 75 more dollars. I just need a little bit more. I just need a little bit more. Because once I get this, this iPod video, I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be excited when I get that box, that white box, and I cut the seal off of it, and I pull that, this, that little box apart and from the other box, and the steam comes out, and I'm going to be excited because I got an iPod video. How much do you need to make you happy? Think about today. What do you need to make you happy? We feel like, hey, I have all the money in the world, but let's just face it, the people that have all the money in the world said, hey, how can I have just a little bit more? Just a little bit more. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure makes things better, right? Amen. <laughs> now look at this. Luke 12 and 15, it says, Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your, your guard against all kinds of greed. To so be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life, does not, uh, life is not consistent in an abundance of possessions. Woo! If you got your Bibles today or your app or you're writing notes, Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. 
Y'all think about this. Man, if we had all the money in the world, what we would have, the possessions that we would have. Man, this stuff's going to make me feel good. Boat would make me feel good. Camper would make me feel good. Having a fuel-efficient car would make me feel good. Man, it'd make me feel good if I just had just a little bit more money, a little bit more income, just a little bit more. But watch out. Be on your guard. See, what this culture and society tells us today, what society wants to tell us today is what you don't have is what you need to be happy and fulfilled. Y'all think just for a second. Society tells you you have to have this in order to be happy. You got to have that nice man or that nice girl to be happy. You got to have that nice Tesla to be happy. You got to have that big old 510 bedroom house with 14 bathrooms and an elevator to be happy. Those do exist. You got to be happy. The only way you're going to be successful in this life is to have possessions. But I want you guys to look at something here in Luke 12, 20 and 21. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be... Uh, um, be deemed from you. Then who will get sorry, then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Verse 21. It says, This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. See, I like God here. God's I told you guys, God's crazy. God's cool. And I love the Bible, and I love because, because, and this is why here at Medit Church we're real and we're relevant because God is the same way in the Bible. He said to him, you fool. Tonight, everything's going to be taken away from you. Your life's going to be done. Then, who's going to get everything that you prepared for yourself? And you think about this, you've worked hard and, and, and you work for things and, and you're storing up things and you got all this great stuff and all of a sudden it's going to be taken away. Who's going to get these things that's been stored up? Y'all check this out. I want you to know that God wasn't mad because this man was rich. There wasn't the problem in the Bible. There wasn't the issue that he had going on. And, and there's nothing wrong with having good finances and having great, nice things. But listen, 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 listen. He wasn't mad because of that. That means, just means you're blessed. <laughs> it means you're blessed. Even if you don't have certain things, still because you're, you're still blessed. That's why I tell people, it's like, man, Pastor Michael, you got this, 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 and this. I said, it's because I'm blessed. But check this out. God wasn't mad because he was rich. He was upset and mad because he wasn't rich towards God. He wasn't rich towards God. But listen, I got some good news today for you. I also got some bad news too. <laughs> Pastor Michael, you said, which one do you want to hit me with first? I'm going to hit you with the good news. The good news is today we're all rich. Every one of us sitting in here today, we're rich. And most of you probably don't believe me. Well, Pastor Michael, you know good and well, I got dust bunnies in my pocket, in my wallet, in my purse. <laughs> I ain't got a dime to my name. The bills are coming out. They're past due. I don't, what are you talking about? How am I rich today? You're cray-cray. You're crazy, Pastor Michael. There's people out there that are making $3 million, $3 billion, $14 trillion. You talking about I'm rich. I'm doing good to make $2 a day. Now check us out. Most of us in here probably have a refrigerator, right? Keep our, keep our food nice and cold. Keep it from spooling. 
keep it ready for days, probably have a freezer in there. But you know what? We oftentimes we get upset because we go in there and we can't find nothing to eat. How many of you have ever went to the grocery store and, and you bought all these groceries and you get home, you stick everything in there and like a day later you go and you open the refrigerator and you shut it. You open it back up and you shut it. Open the cabinets and you shut it and you're like, man, I ain't nothing in there to eat. I'm going to pick on Tasha. Tasha calls me all the time. She's like, Michael, I'll be like, what, hey, what are we having for dinner? She'll call me like, there ain't nothing in here. I'm like, we just went to the grocery store. What do you mean there ain't nothing in there? She'll be like, oh, there's stuff in there, but I don't feel like cooking. <laughs> she'll be like, you're missing something. Try to justify your excuse. No. <laughs> but we do that. We got things in the refrigerator, but, 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 but we're, we're too upset because we may have to prepare something. Or maybe there's leftovers in there. Maybe we don't want to have leftovers, but at least there's food in the refrigerator. Maybe you bought something off Amazon and it took three days instead of one. I don't know about y'all, but that probably aggravates me more than anything in this world. I'm looking for a package. I'm expected to be here at a certain time and a certain date. It gives me, hey, it's going to be here by 8 o'clock on uh, Monday afternoon. Here it is Monday afternoon. It ain't here. 8 o'clock's done past. And then it gives me an update. Bloom. Your package will be here tomorrow by 4 p.m. I'm like, what in the world? Now it's taking longer. Man, that, that Amazon package well, should have took one or two days. It took three or four days. What in the world? Maybe, 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 maybe you have a device inside your pocket that looks like this. And oftentimes you may be watching a YouTube video or maybe your favorite song. You're scrolling through Facebook or TikTok and that wonderful buffering thing pops up. Man, it's aggravating. And we start getting uh, 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 discouraged and aggravated with it and want to throw it on the ground. See, our pockets... Our devices in our pockets gives us instant access to music, to movies, and anything in this world and outside this world we can find on our phones. Today I want you guys to shout it out. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. Because you are rich today. Man, I might make some of y'all uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to make you uncomfortable. But you are rich because we have these things and we're blessed. We're blessed to have a refrigerator. We're blessed to have a car. You guys got here this morning. You guys have internet or watching this on our online campus or you got a cell phone that has data on it. So you're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed and you're also rich. Oh, check us out. Oh, check us out. Ecclesiastes 5 and 19. It says, moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions, you hear that? Wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them. Not only about y'all, but I enjoy having my cell phone. I enjoy being able to, when I'm riding down the road and I can put my, my Bluetooth on and I can listen to Spotify and I don't have to worry about any ads. Man, those things make me happy. Or I can be at home, I can pull up a YouTube video or I can pull up Medic Church and I can give online and I can see these things. I mean, those things are enjoyable. You see, God gave me those things. And listen, 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 the latter part here. He says, God gives someone wealth and possessions and, to, and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lots and be happy in their, in their tolls. This is a gift to God. These were gifts from God. The things that we have in our life, they're gifts from God. God was the one that gave us the ability to have them. They may not be what we want. They may not be exactly what we have. 
or desire, but there's something that God's blessed us with. What other blessings that you may have? Maybe you have a marriage. Maybe it's, maybe it's uh, uh, you know, you have that boyfriend or that girlfriend. Maybe you have a health kick that you're on, and maybe you are healthy, and, uh, and maybe, maybe you just like to eat like me. Maybe your kids are on fire and they love Jesus. Maybe, maybe, maybe you have all these things. These are good things. These are all great things. These are all awesome things that we're rich in. There's also bad news, too. So I hit you all with the good news, then I'm going to hit you with the bad news. The bad news is you're rich. You're rich. Now check this out. Luke 18, 24 through 25 says, Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? He says, Indeed, it is easy for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Uh, yeah, enter, enter the kingdom of God. See, the disadvantage that we all have is the things that we possess. The disadvantage is when with the things that we have and we possess start possessing us. The possessions that we have start taking over our lives. They start controlling us. We can't live without them. We can't go anywhere without them. We got to have it. And they start controlling us and they start taking our minds off everything else. When we start letting these devices control us and prohibit us from doing the things that God's called us to do, that's when we have the disadvantage. But today, I want to continue by saying, being rich towards God. Being rich towards God. If you're taking notes, number one, think like a steward, not like an owner. Think like a steward, not like an owner. Psalms 24 and 1, it says, The earth is the Lord and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. So everything here is God's. Everything. And I want to encourage you today. How can you uh, start uh, thinking like a <laughs> steward and not like an owner? It starts with the tithe. It starts with your giving. And it tells us in Malachi 3 and 10, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Now, y'all always, always tell me, hey, you don't believe what I say? Try it out and see what happens. Y'all check this out. This is biblical. <laughs> you don't take my word for it? Try it out. And this is where I get this from. It says, test me in this, says the Lord Almighty. See if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. I don't know about y'all, that gets me excited right there. See, 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 it says, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And I tell you guys this all the time. I tell you guys this all the time. You don't trust me. You want God to take care of your finances and take care of the situations in your life and bless you abundantly. Try it out. Try, don't just try it out for two or three days or two or three weeks. Try it out for a few months. See what happens. Because, because guess what? He said, test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see that I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have enough the room to store it. <laughs> I don't know about y'all. That made me right now. Go to medicchurch.com forward slash give. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that excites me because I want God to open up the floodgates of heaven and bless me and my family. Now check it out. It's not just that 10%. It's not just giving 10% of what you have. It's giving the first 10%. See, when, when God is our first love and our first priority, it's when he begins to open up the heavens. And I, I want you guys to, to notice this here. He didn't say give. Now, now check it out. He didn't say give the whole tithe. 
He said, bring the whole tithe. Bring it in. Bring, because if you're just giving just to be given, oh, well, I guess there's something the pastor wants me to do. It makes me look good in the church. If you're just doing that, God, that, that, that's not honorable to God. But if you're giving it because you want God to bless you, you're giving it because you say, hey, God, I'm giving you my whole self. I'm giving you everything within me. I want you to have the first of what I have. I want you to give the first of what I have so you can bless me. Leviticus says that tithe is holy and belongs to the Lord. And we cannot give what doesn't belong to us. See, y'all didn't remember what what I just said. Everything that is here on earth belongs to God. Everything here belongs to him. The jobs that we have belong to God, and God blessed us with it. So, hey, if you want a blessing from God, honor him with your giving. I got to hurry. I got to hurry. Invest more time than you spend. Invest more time than you spend. Number two, if you're taking notes. Do not store up for yourself treasures here on earth where, where moths and rust destroy and where the thieves break in and steal. But check it out. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven where neither moths nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mark 6, 19 through 21. Where your heart is, where your heart's at, and when you're, when you're, where you're spending the time the most is where your heart sets. Where your heart sets. If you're, if you're, if you're spending time binging videos on Netflix or YouTube or, or, or uh, um, Hulu or these other great devices, that's where you're spending your time. That's what you're investing in. How good is your outcomes going to be? Maybe, maybe you're, you're being an influence to build up a brand of something that you're never going to see a dime of. Maybe you're spending on that next new fancy toy or thing out there. But maybe today we need to start investing instead of spending. Investing in praying with our kids, praying with our families, praying for your coworkers, praying for uh, your grandparents and, and your loved ones. Invest in here to make a difference at Medic Church. Investing in what we're doing because we want to reach people all across this world. There's things that we're trying to do that we can't do without you guys investing in what we're trying to do and accomplish. We got things that we want to do. Man, we want to put a, a box out here to put food in because there's people we see a need and we want, we want people to be able to be touched and we want to be a blessing. But it takes you guys investing in what we're doing so we can bless others. <laughs> invest that money and, and your giving into new missions and new works here at Medic Church. And I want to encourage you guys, live to give. Live to give. So, uh, Proverbs 22 and 9, it says, He who has generous gen, generosity, I, I can't talk today. He who has generous eyes will be blessed, for he gives his bread to the poor. To the poor. We're constantly looking at ways to bless people. We're constantly looking at ways how we can get out into our community and do things for our community that's in need. We've identified a need. And we have identified that, hey, we need to do something. And we're going to do it. And we're all the time doing this thing. And here's what's cool about Medic Church is because when we tell you that, hey, your pastor don't get a dime, your pastor don't get a dime, nobody gets anything. We reinvest into the church because we want the ministry to continue to grow and things to continue to happen. And 
And God's so great. And I know God's going to bless you and bless those that graciously give. I'm closing with this. And I love today that some of us are struggling with different things in our life. Pastor Michael, it's hard for me to give. It's hard for me to do certain things in this walk of life because things are difficult. Believe me, I get it. I understand. Gas is high. Everything's going up. Pastor Michael, it's rough. It's rough out there. And you, and, you, and you want me to give to Medic Church? And you want me to do these things? I don't want you to do nothing. God's asking you and God's telling you here in the Word, here in the Bible, give generously. Give that 10%. I truly believe today that there's freedom in your finances. There's freedom in the burdens that you may be going through. There's freedom here today. It <laughs> doesn't matter what we're going through in this life. I know that God can touch us. God can do more in a moment than Michael could do in 10,000 lifetimes. There's things that we may be struggling with today. And you may be say, well, Pastor Michael, I, I've, I've been off on my giving. I, I've, I've struggled with this. I've got different, all these different things going on in my life. Hey, today, give it to God. Call out the name of Jesus because, hey, the battles that you're facing right now, give it to God because you have victory. There's victory today for you. There's victory today for your family. If you're struggling with a, an issue and a problem, and a restriction in your life, give it to God. Cast those burdens onto Him. You may say, Pastor Mike, I'm tired, I'm weary. Hey, go to Him and He'll give you rest. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's rest. And today you can be free. See, the enemy wants you to, to, to say, hey, you don't mean nothing to God. You may feel like you were on that path and God was walking with you and, and you were He was going after the situation and the problem that you were that you're going through, like the man that was last week. And, and, and you may be saying, Hey God, you know, you come with me. I need you to help me right now. But, but in the middle of, of going to your blessing and going after what the problem and situation you was going through, he had to stop and bless somebody else. It doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. That doesn't mean that God doesn't care for you. That just means that God's got to take care of something before he touches you. Well, Pastor Michael, the outcome wasn't what I was expecting. The outcome wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I didn't get that new car. I didn't get that promotion. I didn't get that loan that I needed. I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Hey, listen, God has a rhyme and a reason why he does everything. You may not have seen that next bill that was going to come out that was going to be a little bit more. And God was keeping you safe. Well, Pastor Michael, I've trusted God with my finances. And I, and I don't see anything. I don't see anything that's taking place. I still feel the struggles. I don't feel like the heavens are open. Keep trusting in God. Because what's on your inside, what you're feeling, hey, well, Pastor Michael, I feel that tingling inside of me today. 
I feel, Pastor Mike, you're stepping on my toes. Listen, it ain't me. It's God stirring up in your heart. Let's what's on the inside come out. Because when you let what's coming on the inside come out of you, God's going to do some great and mighty things in your life. The love that you have today, let it come from the inside out. Because God loves each and every one of us. And He loves you. And He cares for you. We're going to close. If you'll stand with me. Give us freedom in our life, Lord. God, when we're weary and we're lost and we feel like that all hope is gone, God, reassure us that you're there with us, God. God, give us rest today where we need it, Father. God, we just ask you to touch each life today. God, each person that's in here, God. God, enrich them because, God, there is victory today in the name of Jesus. There's victories when we cast our battles out to you, God, because you're going to fight those battles. We're not in this walk of life alone. God, life is better together. If you don't know who Jesus is, you want to ask him to make a decision for Christ, all you have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I know you came to this earth and died on the cross for me. Help me when it gets hard and when I stumble and I fall. Help me through the battles. And give me that victory in the name of Jesus. 
Help me when it gets hard. In your mighty name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, if you need prayer, you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one? You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give. You can do a one-time gift, a reoccurring gift. We just ask that you pray and give from your heart today. Join us back next time as we give another life-giving message. All right, we'll see you soon.